Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Kirsty Farija from Feels Like Home Professional Organisers. And I'm Amy Ravel from Simply Organised. We can't wait to share with you all our tips and tricks to help you declutter and keep your home and family organised. If you'd like to engage with the podcast further, you can find us at The Art of Decluttering on Facebook. Let's get started. You've joined us for episode 19 of The Art of Decluttering. Today we'll be talking about decluttering and organising your digital life. Sounds quite dun-dun-dun, doesn't it, Kirst? Totally. I was like, whoa, heavy, dude. It does sound heavy, but the reality is if our friends are anything like us, they have quite a heavy digital footprint and it can become quite cumbersome and it can become quite cluttered, can't it? It totally can. Yeah. What's your area of your digital life that you find that gets the most cluttered the quickest? Oh, definitely emails. Okay. Definitely. Right. That was not even like there's no second place contestant for that. It's right on emails. No. And in fact, I have been chatting to a listener this week where you seem to be mentioning her quite a bit lately, Jack Peck. And Jack Peck and I have had a challenge with each other about decluttering and unsubscribing to our emails and making sure that we don't have a million sitting in there unread. (laughs) Yeah, a million would be quite overwhelming, I would imagine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I won't mention how many she had because that's her business. Um, What did you have? I had 2,000 unread emails. What? Yes. 2,000 unread or 2,000 unfiled? No, unread. Radio, yeah. So you totally needed to declutter that. Tell me about how you got to that point, because I'm intrigued. Because I don't, I don't have that problem. Oh, aren't you lucky? Um, oh. I think I got to that problem by subscribing to way too many things mm-hmm. and not actually having the time in my day and not making it a priority to get to all those emails. So a lot of them were. Um, business marketing emails okay so I saw them looked at them didn't open them but you know that's the joy of having a computer and a phone is that you can see the title and go does that interest me does that not that is also the downside of having a computer and a phone because you can just see the title and go that does not interest me and not actually deal with it and being a little bit more 
busier than normal lately, it mm. has led to a build-up of yep. 2,000 emails unread. Yeah, that's – and how do you find the – so I, I think – so let me – whoa, let me gather my thoughts. What I'm feeling – is that by having your emails on your phone and on a desktop computer or on a laptop means that you're seeing your emails but you're not dealing with them immediately. Is that what's happening? So what will happen is I'll open up my emails when I get the chance to and I will look for anything that's urgent and needs responding. And so yeah. I go and respond to those ones and deal with those ones. And then things like the business marketing emails that I've got about a million subscriptions to various people, <laughs> I just go, yeah, I'll get to that when I can sit down and actually gotcha. think about my business, which yes. doesn't happen as much as I would like it to. Or when it does happen, you want to be in the moment and brainstorming and being creative and being productive rather than sorting through a thousand emails. Oh, yeah, no. And that's, yes, that's what I meant by not getting to it is that yep. it's not a priority to look mm. at marketing emails. <laughs> so do you know what I did too? Because I was finding the same problem and I just couldn't deal with it. I felt like I was constantly drowning in emails. So I went with the aim of having zero unread emails. Um, and I try to have a dozen or less active emails in my inbox. So the first way that I achieved that is I took all emails off my phone. Excellent. Because I don't want to say I'm a workaholic. Mm. I love work and I love, I'm so passionate about what I do and my brain's always going and I've got a bit of HD and I'm, you know, I don't stop, right? And so by having emails on my phone meant that the times that I, was attempting to stop I was just you know answering emails and working so what I did is got rid of them on my phone completely and so what that has forced me to do is when I get my emails I just right there and then whether or not I want to unsubscribe so as soon as an email comes through I if I'm if I'm not going to read it I unsubscribe that's pretty much the rule if this doesn't draw me enough to read the email it's probably okay for me to unsubscribe from it yes the problem with me is that I'm actually not at my desk very often. I have been uh, the last yes. couple of weeks, but I'm not. Typically, I haven't been at my desk as often. So that doesn't matter. Then it makes it really hard. And actually, there'll be days that I don't look at my email. What? Yeah. So that's uh. another way of having 2,000 emails build up. So I might look at them. So one thing that I have done to yeah. declutter my digital life is I've actually taken all my apps off my phone, off the front screen of my phone. Ooh. And I put them all into one of the bottom buttons down the bottom of my iPhone yes. yep. so that I have to actually be quite deliberate about going into that uh, mm. little box and everything yeah, right. is in that one box so my front screen actually is blank it's just well it's got a quote on it and then it's just got the messages the phone this um, box with everything else in it <laughs> and the camera I thought that that would help me yeah, I have found it. that I just use that box as my home screen <laughs> essentially yeah. <laughs> but when You're I just adding an extra click to it yes but what I have done um, was actually turned off the notifications on my mail excellent so I don't see when mail comes in and so I don't actually see that I've got 2,000 unread emails so that has actually helped me from 
not looking at my emails all the time. I do go in, I probably go in at least once a day and just check that there isn't uh, an email from a client or an email from a potential client mm. um, and anything that's super urgent. But if you do want to contact me, Mail's probably not the best way to do it. I'd suggest Facebook Messenger. <laughs> yeah, because that's what you're on more regularly. Yeah. So I think that's a really good tip for our friends that are listening to say, if you are feeling overwhelmed by the number of notifications, the number of emails, something like that, there's a couple of things you can do. You can turn off the notifications and actually just get rid of that overwhelmed feeling. Mm. What you're still left with, obviously, is the bulk of emails. Um, so let's talk about how we can actually declutter those emails. So one thing that I did the other day to get rid of those 2,000 unread emails is I actually went into my mail um, provider and just pressed on the flag button or something and it's, um, let me go in there as we speak and I'll explain it to you. Oh, good idea. So I went into each provider because I've got a few email accounts and yep. wrote, did the press on the edit button up on the top right hand side and you can actually say mark all and I wrote mark all as red yes <laughs> so that doesn't get rid of my no <laughs> issue of unsubscribing but it gets rid of my feeling of overwhelm that oh my Correct. goodness I've got 2,000 emails that I haven't responded to yes. so then it takes me um to make that deliberate intention of going back in and unsubscribing from everything yes, that's great but saying that like today just in the last so i uns, i have been unsubscribing to things that come in from since the other day when i started this i think i did it right. on um tuesday and mm. already i have 87 unread emails Wow. You really need to do a big unsubscribe, I think, don't you? Yes, definitely. And I have yeah. been. It's just it's Good. just ridiculous. Yeah. Just absolutely incredibly ridiculous how many emails I get. So what I would challenge you to do, listeners, is when you subscribe to anything, um, if you're being offered a free this or a free that or a checklist or a PDF or something to download for free, once you've have a really good think about whether or not you want to stay on that mailing list and have a really good think even before you download something for free. Is this going to add value to my life or am I just doing this because it's free and I've got nothing better to do? Um, that's just a really good challenge for, you know, that's how you end up on 500 mailing lists is you think, oh, yeah, I'll download that, have a look at that, yeah, subscribe me to that. And without being intentional, you can really quickly build up the digital clutter that then takes up the brain space because that's what's shooting at us all day is our digital clutter. The caveat to that is, of course, our emails. <laughs> yes, of course. You don't ever want to answer them. No, not at all. <laughs> if not you've signed all. up to our secret podcast, then please feel free to unsubscribe if that's yeah, what. If this. It went if we're not adding value or even if you think, do you know what, I'm not, not going to read the emails. I'm someone who listens to Kirsty and Amy. Listen away and don't have the email sit there if you're never going to read them. I got a beautiful email today. I had a uh, group email that went out yesterday and had a video in it and a few different things. And I got a beautiful email back from a girl called Sarah. So, Sarah, if you're listening, Sarah Farah, to say um, just thank you for putting in the video and I love that you're consistently sending out videos because I love being able to watch them. So for her, being able to watch something is of high value, whereas she may not be as interested in reading something. 
and other people will be different. So don't feel bad that you want to consume what someone's delivering. You don't necessarily have to consume every single thing they deliver. And a lot of email applications now actually let you unsubscribe even before you look at the email. Have you seen that? Does that work on your phone as well? I don't have them on my phone. Oh, that's right. Well, (laughs) I do. And I can actually, in the header, it actually comes up or who it's from, it comes up saying, do you want to unsubscribe? And I say, yes, indeed. please. Yes, indeedy, I do. If you don't struggle with email, because clearly you're amazing, what do you (laughs) struggle with in your digital life? Let me just tell you how I keep my emails under control because I'd probably get I probably wouldn't get 100 emails a day, but some days it would be over 100. Um, And I don't get a lot of spammy emails. So usually if I get 100, I have to reply to a good 70 of them. Um, And that's just for some different things that I have going on and different partnerships and all that kind of stuff. But what I do is once an email comes through, if I can, I reply right then and there. I apply out if it takes less than two minutes, do it Mm -hmm. now rule. And most email replies don't take longer than that. And then I have a filing system for my emails. So as soon as an email has been replied to, the email I received gets filed because that's been actioned, that's been replied to. And I use both my inbox and my sent items as a digital filing, um, a digital filing, what are they called? Like a to-do list kind of thing. So if anything is sitting in my inbox, I know I still have action to take on it. And if anything is sitting in my sent items, I know I've still got action to take on that. So if someone invites me to a birthday party by email, simply reply that email gets filed so that I've got the address and date and all that kind of stuff and the reply because there's no further action needed also gets filed whereas if I was replying and saying um, yes I'd love to come have you got a gift idea the email that I sent back would actually stay in sent items until I got a response so for me it's really important to not have too many in my to-do list files because otherwise it feels completely overwhelming. So that's just my tip on how to um, maintain and keep track of those emails and make sure they're working for you and not overwhelming you. Yeah, and I love email, like, for instance, Gmail is my main mm. main email platform and it yeah. has such an amazing search function. So I don't even file anything in folders anymore. I just, like, mm. file it in done or reply yeah. because yep. that you can so easily search for emails if you're looking Absolutely. for them. In fact, we had that That's today, didn't tip. we, Amy? We had to we have, find an email and I quickly just searched for the person's name who emailed it to me, looked through their emails for the one email I needed and forwarded it on to Amy. <laughs> yeah, it actually worked really well. And so to answer your question about where I find my digital overwhelm and my digital clutter, for me it's definitely on Facebook. So I can go to a client's home and be doing a session with someone and come home and have 30, 40 notifications on Facebook. And I can find that really overwhelming because I'm not sure what is a personal message, what's, you know, my friends and family or my sister's posting photos, what's a group that I'm part of that I want to be engaging in. So I can find that they just build up so, so quickly. Um, so that's that's my area that I struggle with and I have a few little things I try and do to keep on top of it. I've started um, turning notifications up for groups that I'm not, that are not my core groups on Facebook that I interact with because otherwise I was getting, you know, 50 notifications a day for a group I really didn't care that much about. Yeah, I think I've had nine just as we've been sitting here. (laughs) Yeah, I've got three sitting there right now and I checked it about 
25 seconds ago. Should I even tell you that? That I was checking my Facebook. <laughs> just what the notification was. While we're recording, it's called multitasking people. No, you shouldn't be doing that. But I understand why you are because we've actually sent a list of things to talk about on Facebook Messenger. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we've just gotten off a call with our beautiful course participants and they're all sending lovely messages to each other and encouraging one another. So I'm feeling all warm and fuzzy. Yes. But they can wait a couple more minutes. <laughs> they totally can. So tell me about, you talked about the one folder on your phone in terms of keeping your apps on there. Now, digital clutter is often um, displayed in our phones having just so many apps that we totally don't need or use that are taking up space mm. and brain space. Do you have a trick to keep your apps under control? Yes. I go in there semi-regularly so maybe every three months, and just go through and delete any apps that I know I no longer use. So yes. a lot of us parents have got apps for our children, and yes. I would definitely recommend <laughs> going through them and saying, like, for instance, I've got, I used to have Lego apps that were for toddlers. My kids haven't yeah. been toddlers for a couple of years. So yeah, you don't need those anymore. Yeah, get rid of them. And you know, with apps, it's so easy to re-download it. So even if you downloaded, uh, if you deleted everything, so what, you know, and then put it back on. Yeah, only put back it, on what you need. My husband Simon says that to me all the time. He's like, just delete everything, and then when you go to use something, download it then. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. I don't have very many apps on my phone. Um, I've probably got. 30 apps that I use and I use them all. Um, I really love having a decluttered phone. So if the kids download a game and they haven't used it for a couple of months, it just goes any apps that I think I'm going to use and then I don't, they get deleted straight away. And I delete them. I don't just delete them from my home screen. I actually delete them from the app store so that they're fully gone off my phone. Mm. So there you go. Interesting. More from us in just a few minutes. Don't forget to visit our website, theartofdecluttering.com.au and sign up for our bonus episode that's not so secret anymore. We've done episodes on linen cupboards, toys, wardrobes, pantries, jewellery and so many more. So if you're new to the art of decluttering, you'll find loads of great tips like this one from the episode we did on entryways. We keep hooks right next to our door for our keys. Mm. So that coming and going, we put our keys straight away. So if you haven't got somewhere to store your car keys, you can go as simple as what Kirsty was saying, and that's just putting a basket somewhere near the door or on top of something that you know where it is and just make sure they always go in there. And for us, that's just hanging them up near the door. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
now back to the podcast for so many more tips and tricks. So we've talked about decluttering the digital clutter in and of itself. So our emails, our Facebook notifications, our apps, that kind of stuff. What about the digital clutter that is a screen in front of our face just constantly? Mm. How do you, how do we as a culture, you know, it's so culturally um, acceptable, normal, acceptable to con- yes, to have a, a, a screen in front of you all the time. And friends, I am not um, above and beyond this. We are preaching I to currently ourselves. Have, I currently have two screens in front of me. <laughs> Plus, we're recording on a podcast. So I, I'm surrounded by screens right now. So how do we how do we declutter that area? It's such a challenge um, and one that I really would be happy to have some help on, Kirst. <laughs> well, I have been really challenged on this the last couple of weeks. So I hope that Simon is not listening to this podcast this week <laughs> because my kids have come into me in the mornings for a cuddle and they're like, oh, mum's on her phone again. Yep. And it made me go, oh, that's going to be their overriding memory of their childhood. Is <laughs> it is not <laughs> And it makes it, it really hard not. when we're business owners and a lot of our business is done over the internet. So I have to balance that with my desire to be more present with my children and more Mm -hmm. present with my husband. So I love that we have a charging station that is separate from everywhere else. Um, Mm -hmm. It's in our pantry. So we can't just be sitting on our phone charging it at the same time. (laughs) That would be awkward. Although Simon does often find me in the pantry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> with with a block of chocolate and her phone in a happy place. <laughs> but we don't have our phone, like we can't charge our phones overnight in our bedrooms because we just don't have chargers right. there. So we do have our phones in our bedroom overnight, but they're not Yeah, but you're charging. not charging them. Yeah, so I think that it is, look, listeners, if any of you have got this down pat, then please share your wisdom with Amy and I because mm-hmm. we are on this journey too. We want to be more present parents. We want to yep. be... Um, more present um, as professional organizers we want to be Mm. more present and in our friendships and in our relationships with our husbands so if you have learned this and got this if you're further down the road than us please share with us please share away Um, one thing that I've really found is that helps me is as soon as I climb into bed at night Oh, well, let's be honest, within about 10 minutes of me climbing into bed at night, I turn my phone onto flight mode. And so what that means is if I've been using Messenger or communicating with people or on Facebook or, you know, talking to a a client, as soon as I climb into bed, even though, so, look, I don't know how much we want to confess to each other on this episode, but let's just say that I'm someone who climbs into bed and plays my phone for a little while before I go to sleep. Um, it's, I know it's not an awesome habit. I know, I know, I know, but having flight mode on for me is a really great way of not then going back into social media or then not going back into a conversation with someone or then not going, Oh, I should probably check my bank statements. And I wonder what's going on. My thing's selling on eBay. And once I'm in bed, 
my phone just becomes, you know, somewhere I can do a Sudoku before bed. And I find that um, I can get insomnia a little bit if I'm a bit wired or had a bit too much Diet Coke during the day. And by having my phone on flight mode, I don't then get tempted to fire up and have a look at things in the middle of the night. Um, And that's been a really great shift for me because it's a really intentional act to take your phone, put it off flight mode, because that means I'm going to sit here and scroll through Facebook and Instagram Whereas having it on flight mode during the night says this device is not connected to the internet overnight. This device is not for social media overnight. It's a light, it's a clock, it's all those things next to your bed, but it's not something that I want to be playing on and, um, you know, spending my time on during the middle of the night. No, I don't. I may wake up in the middle of the night and go, oh, I forgot to set my alarm to go to the gym in the morning or oh, I've had a really restless night. I'm not going to the gym in the morning, so I better better turn my alarm off and go into my gym's app and tell them I'm not going to be at that 5.45 class. But (laughs) I don't tend to look at my phone after I've intentionally put it down. Yeah, that's good. It's a good habit. I think with Netflix on our phones and everything so accessible, particularly if you're not co-sharing a bed with someone, it can be really tempting to just lie in bed and watch stuff until you fall asleep. It's the it's taken over the falling asleep in front of the couch and the TV. It's actually taking the TV into the bed with you and, um, and using that to kind of entertain you and be company, which is a whole other topic for another day. So yes, let's keep going. Because podcasts, people, I know people go to sleep listening to podcasts. I wonder if any of our listeners fall asleep listening to our dulcet tunes. <laughs> I, a lovely lady at an Ikea launch that I was at on uh, Tuesday night and she was talking about podcasting and she listens to podcasts every night to fall asleep and she likes the British accent to fall asleep. Mm. She said the Australian accent is a bit too jarring and it wakes her up and so she listens to Aussies in the morning and the Brits at night and she's a happy camper. <laughs> so one thing that I um, have got to declutter is mm. my contacts in my phone. When was the last time Ooh. you decluttered your contacts? Fairly regularly, to be honest. Like I'm, I don't, if I'm sitting somewhere and I'm trying to kill time, I'm at an appointment waiting for a doctor or um, something like that. I've arrived early at a client's. I'll often do a little bit of a declutter on my phone. So sometimes that'll be apps. Sometimes that will be just going through and getting rid of um, contacts of people that I'm, I'm just honestly not in contact with anymore. So um, for me, that's not too dysregular. Ah, whereas it's really, I cannot remember the last time I did that. And especially, uh, so my tip is to do that. I am going to challenge mm. myself. Everybody challenge me to see how many contacts I can let go of. And if Kirsty can't call me next week, I'll know that I've been on the call list. <laughs> <laughs> because nowadays you can find most people on Facebook and you know, stalk them and ask them for their details that way or LinkedIn if you're like my husband and is Facebook, anti-Facebook, you can, there's, you can find him online some way. I use my phone for a calendar. Do you use your phone as a calendar? Yes, indeedy. I certainly do. One of my best friends does not use her phone as her calendar and old school yeah old school like she uses paper yeah which makes yeah. it really hard when you're out with her and you're trying to organize um, our next catch-up because she has to then wait until she gets home and text me then 
the options. Yeah, Cal uses an old school um, diary still. He's tried quite a few times to go digital and just his brain works better having a paper diary. Mm, fair enough. But it would drive me crazy. Kirst, I have a question for you. In fact, I have a story for you. Do you want to hear a story? Mm, what if I said no? Well, I would ask you, do you think it's going to be the round window? <laughs> or do you think it's going to be the square window? Or do you think it's going to be the diamond window? I always choose the diamond window. Do yes. you? Diamonds are a girl's best friend. <laughs> when I was about 21, I was hired by a um, CEO to come into his office and I was handed his um, computer and asked if I could spend the next two weeks filing the files on his desktop. So basically he had been working for six or seven years and creating document upon document upon document upon document and no filing system at all on his computer. So when he wanted to find something, he had to either remember, so he wasn't naming the files. He had to remember either the date that he made it or try and search for some keywords in the document. Wow. So I spent two weeks full time and I didn't even get halfway. Wow. It was awful. It was awful. So let's talk about what happens when you get to the point where your computer is just busting with files and you haven't been diligent. And this can happen with photos too. People just have like these big bulk uh, folders of thousands of photos but no way of knowing how to find anything should they need it. Yes. Good question. Do you have in fact, I know the answer to this, but tell us about how you keep files on your computer. Oh, do you know, do you? Oh, I think I Can do. You tell me what you think you know. Oh, so it seems like when you and I do work together and we do it online, you have a good naming system, so consistent naming, which is an absolute passion of mine. I'm very, very strong on having consistent naming. So names that have what it is in the file but also has sequential. So if we're doing uh, workshop number one, workshop number two, workshop number three, they're labelled correctly. So that's what you do, isn't it? Yes, it is. I'm sure it is. Simon <laughs> would love to be part of this episode with us because he is very much like you, Amy, very fanatical about this topic yes. and is so amazing at filing. I, on the other hand, can be a little haphazard but I do mm -hmm. like naming things in a in a way that I can find it. Yeah, because it makes sense. Also, I think that more, even more importantly than naming things correctly is actually mm. decluttering it. Yes, is, getting rid of old files that you just don't need anymore. Yeah, like when was the last time you went back to your uni notes and actually needed your uni notes? My All my uni work has been deleted, you would be happy to yes, know. Yes, but um, have all of our listeners. <laughs> no, probably not. So, guys, this might be your challenge this week is to pick an area of digital clutter that has you frustrated, has you in a state of overwhelm, and go through, use the tips and tricks that Kirsty and I have shared with you and actually get that area of digital clutter down to a really minimal, manageable size. It might be your emails or it might be something on social media. It might be the apps on your phone or on your iPad or it may even be all those files that are sitting on your computer that you might need to get rid of some of the really old ones like your uni notes and say goodbye to them. And 
if you would like some extra help with that, if you think that you'll get this job done a whole lot quicker, if Amy or I came and held your hand and helped you work through this, then please feel free to call us. Contact us. Get in contact yeah. with us on the Art of Decluttering Facebook page or come over to either of our websites. We would love to either do a virtual session with you if you're not in Sydney or Melbourne or come into your home and be invited into your beautiful home to help you work on these areas or any of the areas that we've spoken about on the podcast. Yeah, the quickest, the most efficient and the most fast-tracked way to achieve a decluttered area in any part of your home is to work with a professional because we've been there, we've seen every part of every home and we've got some great strategies and ideas that we can put into place. So we've covered quite a few things in our digital clutter episode this week. We haven't even got to digital photos fully like we wanted to, but I think maybe photos, digital and physical and printed and framed might actually be a whole other episode for another day. So we hope that this week you're able to reduce the overwhelm of your digital clutter, pick one area and smash it out this week and make sure you jump onto our Facebook page and let us know how you're going because we want to cheer you on and we want to be encouraged by your action. Yeah, we love engaging with you over on our Facebook page. It's one of our favorite places in Facebook to hang out. So come and join us over there and we cannot wait to share with you more tips and tricks next week. Awesome, guys. Have a brilliant week and we'll speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. joining us if you've learned something awesome today do a girlfriend a favor and share this episode so she too can learn the art of decluttering you can find me amy over at simplyorganized.net or on facebook at simplyorganizedpo you can find me kirsty over at feelslikehome.net.au or on facebook as feelslikehomepo don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app so if there's anything you want more information on then check it out there If you love what you hear, we would really appreciate you leaving a review on iTunes and you can always subscribe to us. We hope you've enjoyed listening and that you've learned some great tips and tricks to help you declutter and keep your home organized. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 